Welcome to Wind Down with Kev, a weekly podcast with Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Each week, listen to Kevin discuss current hot topics with community leaders, business owners, and more. Welcome to Wind Down with Kev. Wind Down with Kev. I'm so excited about the guest that I have here today. As you know, I am Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Kevin Spann from the 11798. Kevin Spann, the Allstate agent. But today is absolutely not about me. Today is all about my lovely guest sitting to my left, part of our Phenomenal Woman series. Today, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mrs. Felicia Moss. Felicia, talk to the people. Introduce yourself to the people that may or may not know who you are. Well, I am Felicia Moss, and... I'm not from the 11798, but I am next door. Okay. And uh, grew up in North Babylon, and I am the co-founder of Black Long Island. There it is. There <laughs> it is. There it is. We're going to get into Black Long Island, but I would be a poor representative of a host if I didn't uh, have you uh, just mention not only being where you're from, but mentioning your beautiful family, your wonderful husband, the other co-founder of Black Long Island. Yes. So please give props where it's due. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, my other half, William King Morris, also known as Billy. Um, it was a great vision and for Black Long Island. We just woke up one morning, you know, that pillow talk. Okay, okay. Pillow talk. And it was formed. Like, we were like, we got friends. You got friends. Yeah, let's combine our friends. Okay. And that's really what it was. So it was pretty cool. And then uh, he's also the president of the Islip Town Branch NAACP. Okay, there it is, there it is. And, and also, we're going to stay with Billy, and I'm going to come back to that that pillow talk. I didn't sleep on it. I'm not going to let that go. Uh, he's president of NAACP, and then by day, his day job, he's his a... day job, he is a high school administrator for the Lawrence School District. Um, he's the chairman of the math and science department and bilingual studies, I believe. Math, so he got both sides of his brain working. He got the yeah, numbers and the working. creativity working. And um, I can't I can't lose that comment you said about pillow talk unless I'll be terrible. I had a whole thought track, and you <laughs> messed me up with that. But hey, being a being a married man, sometimes that pillow talk is your best conversations. It comes right, it comes right from there. So let's go there. Let's let's talk about that day. What was going on that brought about the conversation that said, "You got friends, I got friends. We should do Black Long Island." Where's the connectivity? Help me glue that together. So it got you know I want to say it was a Saturday morning. Okay. I want to I want to say it was a Saturday morning, but I know it was early in the morning. Okay. And uh, we were just sitting there, we thumbing through Facebook. He's like, "Hey, do you, do you know of any black-owned businesses?" I'm like, "Huh? Hey, I know okay. a few." Wow. Okay. I was like, but my conversation is always like, "But I'm always going into the city. I go to Queens. I'll go to Harlem. I'm quick to go to Harlem to get some grub." And he was like, Ugh. "Yeah. What's happening out here?" I'm okay. Like, you know what? I don't know. Okay. And that's where the whole conversation came in. Like, you know, he was throwing some names back and forth. Oh, black this, black that. I'm like, ah, this is Long Island. So, so just on Facebook, like everybody is known to do, laid back kicking it. You got your phone. He got his phone. Maybe y'all got iPads. I don't know. <laughs> um, and you start looking for a black owned business, preferably food. You just got a taste for listen, the same food. I'm, listen, I'm not trying. I'm a big girl. There you go. I like to eat. So let's, let's just, let, you. let's, you know, call a spade a spade. <laughs> let's say what it is. And it's all good. Okay. Um, You know, I go to Brooklyn Fish. Okay. You know, I love Brooklyn Fish, mm-hmm. but I also like the fact that Brooklyn Fish is a family owned business. Yes. So, and it's in our hometown. Shout out to Red. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to everybody that Heard. runs uh, Brooklyn Fish, Wine Dancing, Amityville location. Absolutely. Um, so, one of the things that people that may not know about Black Long Island doesn't know is that, uh, and we have, you know, we'll, we have a whole bunch of Caribbean food and different things you have a taste for. But one of the things that we don't have is a whole lot of sit-down places where you can get your Southern food, where you can get your Caribbean yes. food. Those things when you have a taste for home, when you may not want to, to cook at home. So some of our brethren, some of our uh, Spanish brethren, uh, Italian brethren, everybody that's listening to the show Absolutely. may be confused. Like, why is this a thing? Why do you have to 
uh, you know, look for a black-owned Long Island restaurant. Because not everybody makes macaroni and cheese the exactly. same. Exactly. Like, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> but I, I cook with a little soul. And, you know, that little soul from your mama's kitchen or your grandmother's kitchen where you ask for the recipe and it was and it's like, nah, baby, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that over some good conversation. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm not knocking all my friends. You know, I'm a cultural supporter of everyone. Exactly. However, you know, I, I must say that our culture, you know, we surround ourselves with food and it's always tasty food. So, yes, you know, it's, listen, uh, I'm... It's, it's no different. So the basis of all holidays, all American holidays in this country is to it's get together and to eat. Mm-hmm. And to eat. So wherever wherever that is... Every unique culture, every ethnic group has a way of preparing Absolutely. their stuff. I'll make you laugh. I thought we had a lock on yams. Nah, man. No. I went to, uh, there's a place uh, near my office, Glendale, Queens, called Zoom Stoppage. And I was there for a Kiwanis group networking lunch, and they served yams. And it was different. And it was good. It was good. I thought we had a lock on how much sugar and brown sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. No. Other folks do it too, and it's different. But let's come back to let's come back to Black Long Island. So date this for me. How how many years ago was this? Oh my gosh, we are. Let's see. I can tell you, June third of twenty sixteen. Okay, so we coming up on our we coming up on our fifth anniversary are, of Black Long Island. We are. That one conversation that, that one started conversation. with a taste for soul food. Has become so much more. Yes. So we started this conversation with saying where we're from. Okay. So everyone knows I'm from, I'm from Wyandotte. That's, that's where I stand for. That's where I'm from. No matter what else happens, that will never change. Uh, the Wyandotte that I grew up in did not have a lot of diversity. It changed a lot. It had a lot mm-hmm. of diversity when I was born, or over time, it became yeah. if. If you had to do this in the early 70s, Black Long Island would probably be just wine dance, three towns in Nassau, <laughs> three towns in Suffolk, but fast forward today, it's a lot more diversity. Right. You grew up in North Babylon, next door where I live today, which has a lot more diversity. Somewhat well, more than more than wine dance. A little bit, but I mean, I, honestly, I just lived in North Babylon. Got it. I was always in wine dance. My aunts and my cousins... They were on Cumberbatch. Yes. Like I was always okay. in wine dance, you know, okay. basketball games, track meets. Okay. So I'm very familiar. When people talk about wine dance, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, so I, it feels good okay. every time, you know, I see new businesses pop up in wine dance or I hear that someone from wine dance is doing wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Black Long Island, it's like, okay, I need some more. Yes. Yes. You know, I want there to be more in wine dance, especially for our people. Absolutely. Um, which is why for the last, I want to say three years, Black Long Island has held Ujama Fest. Yes. In wine dance plaza. Yes. Because, you know, we have the support from not just the Albanese, um, the Albanese organization. The Albanese group, absolutely. They're great. Along with the town of Babylon. But yes. we have the, the support from the people, from the community. Absolutely. And to me, community is number one. It's community is is everything, and for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, the Ujima Fest or the Ujama Fest, that's one of the days taken from the days of Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. and Ujima stands for? Cooperative Economics. Cooperative Economics. We have to spend the money together. That's that's everything. That's something that we have to do. So you do the Ujima Fest, and people are coming. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Tell people what that that looked like uh, when you guys first did it and what it grew to become. Well, um... Another pillow, pillow talk conversation. Okay, okay. Um, Billy and I went to, to Circle of Sisters, been which there. is an amazing event hosted by WBLS. Amazing. I've been there as a vendor. Yeah. Yes, you have. I saw you there. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you look at all of that, it's 10,000 people mm-hmm. approximately. You have over 300, 400 vendors, different symposiums happening. And we're like, why do we always have to go into the city? 100%. To do something like this. Why can't we do this on Long Island? And that was the birth of the Ujima Ujama Fest. Absolutely. There you go. And uh, I want to say the first time that we did it, we did it right before Christmas. It was the beginning of um, December. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked. 
Shut of up. all the support and um, the love from not just the community, but from all over Long Island. And uh, we had roughly 115 vendors. 115 so vendors. So I was shocked. 115 vendors that came from a conversation. So what that tells you is that you and Billy might have been alone in this pillow talk conversation, but there's some other people just thinking and wondering the exact same thing. So let's fast forward, 2016, 2021. There is somewhat of an exodus from New York City now because of what we're dealing with, COVID, social distancing. You have a lot of people that are leaving Brooklyn, Harlem, the Bronx, Queen, and they're coming to Long Island, and they don't know where to start to find businesses. Um, you started with the thought for soul food, but people ask about everything. other things. People ask about her products. Let's see. They ask about everything. Talk about Let's some see. of the things we, that people we, go we to Black Island for. They need a handyman. Yes. A plumber. Yes. You know, you know, they a lot of people want a plumber, electrician, handyman, a contractor, you know, they want to rebuild their bathroom or rebuild mm -hmm. their kitchen. Um clothing. Looking for very unique clothing, whether it's African garb or you know, a suit, a tailor-made suit. You know, tailor-made suits are hard to come it's by. Different. But I tell you, Mr. Charlie Reed, though. Okay. I think he's he he's you know, he's onto something. You know, coming back with the classic, you know, man's man suit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And um, so I it's I think everything from jewelry, makeup, um, getting your fingernails done. Everything. Everything. Anything that you can imagine. Venues. Everything. People looking for venues. Uh, and again, I have to honestly say I've benefited from it. I've had people that I otherwise did not know that was an insurance agent that have come to me and said, you know, they're interested in insurance. They always ask, how'd you hear about me? Because I want to recognize people that refer. They said, well, I posted in Black Long Island and your name kept coming up and kept coming up. And I kept, I said, wow, that's amazing. So the funniest thing, you and I laughed about this when we were uh, talking about doing this. And I said, what's funny is, you guys don't have a business. You're just blessing other people. That's what we're supposed to do, though. Exactly. You know, when you walk in, your purpose. And it took me a long time to really figure out what my purpose was. Okay. Um, and I want to say connecting people, linking people to each other and to other things. That's me. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't be so upset that, you know, I don't have, like, a business. But honestly, Black Long Island is a business. It's a big it's business. It's just on a different level. Of business. It's a, <laughs> so connecting people and walking in your purpose, that's a that's a whole 20 to 30 minute conversation. People spend all day going to a job 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, mm. 80 hours a week, doing something they don't like to make money, to pay for bills, and they're not really happy. But I learned a long time ago, if you find something to do that you love, you'll never really work again because you'll be happy doing it. Well, I still work. Of course you work. Of Listen. course you work. I am a, I'm happily employed. Yes, <laughs> you know, go. I love it. I, I honestly love my job because I am able to, in some cases, incorporate Black Long Island into the work that I do for the county. So it, mm -hmm. it's great. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, I have to agree. You have to be happy. But I, honestly, if I can make Black Long Island my full time, you know, wake up at 6 a.m. and don't close my eyes, maybe take a little cat nap in between. <laughs> I'm down with the cat nap. I will be down for the cause all day. I'm down with the cat nap. You know, and I feel bad, trust me. No. You know, we get roughly 300 or so, if not more, posts submitted per day. 300 posts per day. A little, yeah. And sometimes it's repetitive, you know, and going through it takes time because, one, we have rules. It's not that we don't have rules. We have rules. We don't want... To promote a lot of profanity. Of course not. You know, and I feel That's that people good. can have an intelligent conversation. Yes. They can say what they need to say without all the profanity. Absolutely. You know, let's kind of change the narrative a little give, bit. Give a little bit of thought. If you're looking for business or if you're commenting on something, find a dignified way to say Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Just because, uh, obviously, Facebook is a proponent of free speech, as is, uh, you know, First Amendment rights, whatever. But when you own something, you have to protect it. I created the Wine Dench Family Day page and managed it for years, but I kept it clean. I never wanted it to be, uh, if there are any words that I don't use, which is profanity, 
any racial epithets. I don't right. use them, so they don't belong on the page. Um, we've never talked about it, but I noticed you don't have any of them either. I can't, I can't do it. Like, um, I feel that we, as a people, we're, we're classier than that. We're yes. better than that. Yes. Our vocabulary is amazing. Yes. So yes. why not use it? Yes. Say that, say that you can, you can say, you can express a popular opinion, a contrary opinion, Absolutely. and you can do it with dignity and respect. You don't have to, you know, what does Michelle say? What does Michelle Obama say? Hey, when they go low. We go, high. we go high. We go high. So we just think of a better way to say it. Absolutely. So fast forward, pillow talk conversation. <laughs> Let's do Black Long Island, 300 posts per day. How many followers are on the page right now? Currently, there are 37,986. That's a beautiful thing. Sorry, I had to cover my face because I really had to think about it yes. because I'm like, People are like what? I'm like, yes, there's a, a massive following. And it's not just people from Long Island. Right. Which was, you know, at first we were a little shocked. We we're like, wait a minute, this is a Long Island thing. And we were really trying to focus primarily on Nassau and Suffolk County. Mm -hmm. However, you know, it started happening. Yeah. A little bit of Queens, a yes. little bit of Brooklyn. Yes. Then it just started fanning out more and more and more to, you know, we got Westchester people from Westchester County. Mm -hmm. Um, down to Florida. Yeah. And it's cool because, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I have family in on Long Island, mm -hmm. so when I come up to visit, I need this to go to, and I want to find a place, or I'm thinking about this, or relocating. Can you tell me about some neighborhoods? Yep. So to me, I think, um, you know, yes, it's called Black Long Island, but it's for everybody. It's, it's big. It's for everybody. I was going to go there because it's not just for black people. I see other no, people No, we do have other posting. people in there. Absolutely. We have other people posting because it's about... Uh, it's about the culture and all of our cultures cross. And uh, while the vision might have been Black Long Island, people don't live in pods. I live in North Babylon from Wine Ridge, but I go to Queens every day. Right. So every day I'm in three counties Suffolk, I wake up, Nassau, I drive through, then I'm in Queens and I plot back. And then all of us, um, we all go back and forth for different things. My cousins in the city love their trek out to Long Island. Us growing up in Long Island, like you love said. Love a trek to the city. Love a trek to the city. Absolutely. It ain't, it ain't, it's nothing wrong with, with any of that. So I, first, I just applaud you guys, first on the vision, second for sticking to it, and third for watching it grow. Um, so the, the beginning of Black Long Island is a friendly conversation about finding tasty food. Today has grown to several categories. So let's talk about some of the other categories for sure. things beyond food that people can go to Black Long Island and find. Sure. Uh, tattoo artist. Okay. Let's see. Car de um, detailing. Okay. Artist. Okay. Uh, not just art in the music industry, but art as in actual art. You okay. Know, sculpting. Um, cigar lounges. Ooh, we have those? We, there is one cigar lounge, which is on the Nautical Mile. Okay. And it is dope. Okay. Say the name. Shout that name out. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. And this, the, the, okay, and don't, don't, don't kill me. But when you deal with 37,000 plus It's a lot people, of businesses. Sometimes it's very difficult to remember the names of the businesses. However, it's the only cigar Cigars so place on the easy. nautical mile. So it's that's, very easy. That's easy to find. So one of the things you guys did in structuring it, I know that growing from zero to 37,000, that's a lot for you and Billy and 300 posts to, today. You guys have kind of outsourced some of it where you have people that are responsible for viewing some of the posts in certain Absolutely. areas. Absolutely. How many areas do you have? How many? We, we have a team. And okay. I love my team. Okay. I love okay. my okay. team. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know, for those who don't know, I got to give them their, their shout outs. We have Andrea Deloney. Okay. Amityville. Let's go, Andrea. We have Deborah Peyton Jones, Babylon and Amityville. Deborah Peyton Jones, okay. We have Tevia Forbes, who is also Amityville, Copeg okay. area. We have Siobhan uh, Pierce. Okay. Formerly from Winding. Absolutely, we know Siobhan. But lives in North Bath. Okay, that's okay. We have Smiley Garand. He's from Brentwood. Okay. He is also... The major, he does our graphic designs for Let's everything, go. but he also works for Urban Book Publishing, which is one of the biggest 
black-owned publishing company. Outstanding. Period. Outstanding. So, you know, you've probably seen their work. Yes. You know, and so I'm like, oh. Okay. They filmed right there in Windinch not too long ago, so it's pretty cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, Jessica Washington okay. from Bayshore. Okay. So Jessica is really cool with um, making sure that everybody stays on task with the post and the rules. We also have Miss Camille Davis, who is dope because she's from Nassau. Okay, welcome so to Nassau County. So she'll sit there and, you know, she lives in Deer Park. Okay. But she knows all about Let's what's happening me. in Nassau. Need that. So and we, we do. And then we have none other than Mr. Daryl Matthews. I was waiting for you to holler at him. You, <laughs> you must. You had to Listen shout out here. my boy. You already I, know I'm that. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, we got so many. But we had, and it's amazing. And then when you have, like, say, Deborah Peyton Jones. Deborah Peyton Jones has a daughter okay. named Dominique. Dominique jumps right on in. When we're planning events, she's there helping with the logistics as well. So once we bring people in, we don't mind bringing more people in. Um, currently dealing with social media. Yes. Black Long Island now has a TikTok. No, I don't. Are you Listen here, I don't do the TikTok. You haven't, you haven't shown them nothing? No, but what I will tell you is Miss Monasia Baker from ooh, Half Hollow Hills. Ooh, okay. You know, uh, she jumped right on in. So she, she's managing the TikTok. She part. handles the TikTok. She goes and does pop-ups at various black-owned businesses. Okay. Between Nassau, Suffolk, and she does hit some queens because she bring, she loves going to Veggie Castle. I love Veggie Castle. So what's too. what I'm going to ask you about her specifically? She's doing pop ups. What business does she have? What does she bring into those pop ups? She, well, she's no, promoted she black pop, meaning she goes there and she comes up. She doesn't call to let you know she's coming. Okay. She just pops up. Oh, literally. She literally pops up. There it is. And says, "Hey, how you doing?" She'll go and get her nails done. Nice. People sometimes people know who so she she's is. So she's out there sampling these products. Absolutely. To see if we represent and doing it well. Absolutely. So in, in, in fairness, when we don't execute our business personally, sometimes people have a conversation about it. Have a conversation. There is a standard of excellence that must be adhered to. You know, when you, when you're doing business, you have to do good. You have to do good business. So yes. I think that I think that's everything. So I don't want to lose sight of your team. Absolute shout cool. out to your team, everybody. Did we miss anybody? We touched a lot of Suffolk. We Listen, touched one if person. I anybody, County. you know, charges to my charges to my mind, not my heart. It's not. Intentional. Um, Judith, up. Uh, there it is. There it is. Miss Judith Montabon. Okay. She represents uh, the Mastic Shirley area. Okay, way and, out east. Um, she's way out east. But, you know, she's all about the nonprofits, and she's always letting people know what grants are available. What's critical. So, and it's critical be that we critical. are informed about, these informa about this information because we miss out on so many opportunities when we don't know something. Lack of knowledge, we, we will we will perish. Um, Felicia, you're hitting on so many jewels. I don't when I do Sorry. this, I don't have any I don't have any notes. I don't really have a talk path I'm gonna go on. But you're hitting on so many things that I I just can't miss it. So let me go back to one thing you said early. When you're not doing Black Long Island, you're working for the county, which was news to me because last time you and I were interacted on a work basis, you were right in the community in Windage. Yes. What are you doing with the county right now? <laughs> Tears. I, I can see they done snatched you up in a way. Steve and Vanessa got a hold of you <laughs> and moved you on. We, what you doing in the county now? So I am working for Department of Labor, okay. um, but I am the community-based initiative liaison. So I kind of work um, between multiple departments, which is really cool. Um, so whether it's Office of Minority Affairs, I work very closely with Vanessa Bear Streeter as well. Um, and that's also been a blessing because... You know, I know her, you know, I've always known her from one dynamic, dealing with the Vinettes, but then the dynamics of professionalism on work level mm -hmm. is so different, but I have learned so much. And it was things like, you know, I didn't even know I knew. And, you know, it's cool when somebody is willing to tap, mm -hmm. like, hey. So Vanessa's like a mentor to you. She is. I'm amazing. So let me say this. Let me get a timeout. <laughs> my first podcast, I had a little contest that said, if you guess my guess, I will send you a free T-shirt. And you did that. It was over a year ago. I shipped it out and it was returned to me. And I haven't seen you. And you I did not deliver it. it. All right. Thank you. Thank so you. that's for you. That is me. That's for you. It was addressed to you. This one I've already given it to the person, so I'm going to open it and display it to the off to the audience so they can see. 
the wind down Kev shirt that you've worn. All right. I am. And you're gonna take this home. You're gonna give it to Billy. So. That's my okay, gift. Okay, I got I gotta give it to Billy. All right. That's, that's it. Fine. You got two. You got one. He got one. You can share. That means I have to share. You can share. So uh, no. that's a blessing to you, and thank you for that. So now I know how you guessed Vanessa as my guest. I didn't realize you're working right there with her, uh, Office of Minority Affairs. Again. I deal with. So it is cool because I deal with a lot of various departments. You know, Office of Women's Services. Um, I've had the pleasure to work on their webinars behind the scenes. I am definitely a behind the scenes girl. Okay. You know, I'm not. But you're killing the camera right now. Somebody put in the comments that you're killing the camera. You're talking. Listen, you're absolute. Natural. And I normally don't talk, so you got me <laughs> on a good on a good note because I tend to struggle when it comes to public speaking or speaking in general. I can talk off camera and I can talk behind the scenes all day. Okay. But okay, you, you catching me in rare form. Somebody, so it's somebody cool. told you wrong. You belong in front of the camera <laughs> talking about what you're doing because you're doing. Absolutely fantastic. You and I interacted. Um, I thought you were still working in Winers because you're the community liaison for the county. When I first joined the Winers State Committee five years ago, that mm-hmm. was my role to go to all the community meetings, everything in the county, everything in the town of Babylon, yeah. find out what resources are there and bring it to Wine Dance Day. So you were doing fabulous work then, helping people get jobs. Oh. You also have the the job and training section on Black Long Island for people that are looking for various jobs, people that are hiring that want to make that connection. Listen, so. I'm always, in, I think it's important to keep people connected. Um, you know, it's a soft spot for me because mm-hmm. everybody goes through something. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be, in my case, I was a stay-at-home mom for a very long time and okay. then found myself in another situation where I had to get employed. Yes, yes. So then you're like, oh. What is my skill set? Yes. yes. But then, you know, you get crafty as a mom. You're like, I'm a domestic engineer. Yes, you are. Yes, you're you like, are. like, what? Listen yes. here. Yes. You can, you can manage your finances. Mm-hmm. You are a multitasker. You can wash clothes, wash dishes, watch children all at the same time. So it's, it was pretty interesting. So when I received the opportunity to, and it was just part-time, mm-hmm. but I took that part-time job of 17.5 hours a week, and I will never forget it. There you go. Even though I only got paid for 17.5, I'm like, I will volunteer another 17.5. I will volunteer the 20 because there's so much for me to learn and absorb. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I am available for whoever needs any type of assistance, whether it was for housing, because we were down at the resource center in Wine Ranch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether it was helping people look for housing, food, you know, definitely employment. And I, I was like, listen, you can't have an email like that. <laughs> so so tell me what email I can have. Listen here, I don't want to hear nothing about Big Daddy Papa like it that way at <laughs> yahoo.com. Look, come on now. Let, let's be professional. Let, First let, name, last name, keep it simple. At, at gmail.com. You know? That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's but, it. Keep it simple. And but the pleasure what I learned from working at the resource center is my love and passion for the community. Mm-hmm. Because through the Wine Dance Resource Center, I developed a passion for helping everyone planning events, organizing community events. And a shout out to Miss Stewart and Miss Virginia yes, Dawson because yes, absolutely. Um, they welcomed me with open arms when it came to National Night Out for Wine Dinch. Big. And I was big, like, oh my gosh. Big. You know, and you know, it was that was my first taste of like, you know, if I can do this, there's so much more I can accomplish. And, and, and Felicia, I have you here. You're a part of my phenomenal woman series on Wind Down with Kev. And you were handpicked because you have a message for some woman that's out there that's just like you. You segued from stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. to part-time, and you and you killed the description of a resume. So, so people, let's keep it 100. No one does more than a mom. Men, don't at me. Don't get in my <laughs> co- Nobody does more to make things work than a mom. That mom knowledge, that nature, bringing that into the workplace, there's a place for you because things need to get done the right way and people need to be treated a certain way. And you bought whatever skills you lacked, whether that was computer or whatever it was, those things you could pick up. But there's certain other things that you bought to the workplace that, you know, that's just you. And it's amazing. And there's somebody that's was where you were, and they want to be where you are today, what would you say to them right now? What would you say to, how do you do it? You've been, you haven't worked for a couple of years. Maybe you 
um, or one of the many people that were displaced because of COVID. What do you say? You've been home for a year and you want to get back in the game. What do you say? How did they get started? Take that first step. Okay. Like, for real, like, um, take the first step. Okay. Things are always a little scary. I am the biggest scaredy cat of trying <laughs> something new. Um, you know, I'm my biggest fear, I'm I'm afraid of success. Ooh. One more time. I have to have you repeat that. I am afraid of success. And, and, and I have no problem saying it to anyone. Why would you be why would you be afraid of success? You know what it is? And it's not it has nothing to do with anyone. It's all about me. Okay. So that fear is like, oh my God, what if I fail? But then I'm like, <laughs> it's okay if you fail. Try it again. If it didn't work this way, try a different way. And just, I had to really learn that. So are you familiar with the poem from A Killer to Be? No, I am not. So I want you to share it with me. Okay. I only know the beginning of it. Okay. I messed the rest up. But somebody correct me. Our greatest fear is not that we're grossly inadequate. The rest of it is that we're talented beyond our means. That's a whole yes. thing. Um, it's in the movie Invictus. It's also in uh, shared in a killer to be. So, your movie buffs, your readers, check that poem. I'll, I'll share it out. with you. I'll text it to you. But it's powerful. It's uh, it's not most people's greatest fear. It's not that you're inadequate. It's that you might be wildly successful. Like mm-hmm. God forbid, if I'm good at this, then what? Then what? There's always then what. Then what happens every day? Then Don't what? get me wrong. It happens every day because I'm always like, okay, so what's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I hunger. Yes. I hunger. I have a like a craving to do all these crazy wild things that I can imagine. Okay. Then I'm like, okay. Shit, it's almost like playing double dutch. You kind of like the tide back and forth of and course. trying to figure it out. And I'm like, mm, it it don't it won't hurt to try. Exactly. And, you know, I sometimes I have to talk to, like, several different people. Of course. And kind of be like, all right, what you think about this? Mm-hmm. What you think about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I will I will call anyone, but, okay, I need your thought. But that's your process. There's nothing wrong with your process. It is my process, but I say that to everyone. Like, if you are not sure what, what it is that you want to do, find that group of people mm-hmm. that you trust, that you can talk to, um, and say... And bounce some ideas off and say, this is what I would like to do. What are your What are your thoughts? Do you think that's something that I can do? Or what goes into it? Because sometimes you have that one or two or three people in your world, in your life, that can say, you know what? You got this and you can do this. Just do it. And that's all you need. The other 30 don't matter. Nope. The naysayers don't matter. You're looking for that one confirmation, that one person that's going to be an encourager and an enabler for you, and the others don't don't matter. You know, no is the easy answer. That's easy. It's easy to say no, you shouldn't because they're gonna talk about you. They're gonna say this. They go, all oh, that's good. But get that one to say, yeah, yeah, you you should be cooking food because the way your macaroni and cheese is different, different. You know, right. been different. And you should be selling this. You should be you should be doing that. No, you need is that one person to encourage you. The rest will be, the rest will be history. So that's. That's, that's amazing. Um, your, your your journey is uh, amazing. Um, mm-hmm. What you're doing here is, is is amazing, and you're still just getting getting started. So yeah. you still you still getting started. Um, we started in the beginning. You talked about uh, your beautiful family as you come here today. You were in the middle of moving one oh, daughter south, and then you also are, are, are balancing some beautiful three year old twin babies at home. I am. So I am a mom of four. Which okay. Some people may know and may not know. Uh, I have a 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. Her name is Naila. She has a one-year-old daughter named Jazz Mariah. Okay. So helping them pack mm-hmm. to make that, that move down to Columbia, South Carolina. Beautiful. Then I have a 21-year-old, uh, Miss Nikki. Okay. You know, love her. That That's my ace right there. there but go. I love all my kids. They're, okay. all my, they're all my favorites. They're all okay. my number ones. Okay. Then I have the Adventures with Melody and Harmony. Okay. And they're three. Beautiful. All girls, four girls. All girls. What a beautiful thing. I'm sorry, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no That's stress. what that is. I'm, I'm no sorry. stress at all. So Melody and Harmony, two musical names. Yes. What's the what's behind that? Where'd that come from? So Billy loves music. He loves to sing. I didn't know that. Oh, Billy loves to sing. Uh while he was at Har- when when he attended Harvard, he was a part of the choir. Okay. The gospel choir at Harvard. 
I've always loved anything performing arts, singing, dancing, me. I learned how to play the piano at okay. a very early age. Okay. You know, school nerd, like playing a band. Okay. So we love music. Uh, our families, and it, what's interesting is our families as a whole are very musically inclined. Okay. He came from a, you know, a background of gospel singers. Okay. My family came from, comes from a background of gospel singers. Nice. So melody and harmony. They, the, it, was, it, was, it was obvious. So, uh, again, if I let that slide about Billy attended Harvard, <laughs> that's a hive, or hive it, as listen, they say in Boston. Listen, this is what I'm going to say to people. Yes, he attended Harvard. Absolutely. Yes. I got a Harvard, Harvard man. Harvard. Harvard. So you can you can always tell a Harvard man, but you can't tell him much. Go ahead with your bad self, Billy. That's all right. You know, so and it's cool for those and I'm gonna say this, even for those and women who are single, like, oh my gosh, she has a Harvard man. Okay. I got a Harvard man. Yes. Anybody can get one. Say that. Say that. Listen. <laughs> anybody can get a Harvard man. Anybody can get a Howard man. Howard, anybody Harvard, anybody either can way. get any man. Listen, is put your eyes out there. You know, hey, this this is what I want. It's a be- it's a beautiful thing. When um, probably four years ago, um, I had Billy. I know Billy came. I'm not sure if you came, but we went to a spot. We did a first Friday in Westbury at the time. Anto no, had the spot. that was an all men's thing. I knew all about that, <laughs> but you know, I was like, all right, yeah. Uh, but no, that was an all male male thing, right. and Billy. Billy went. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was, it was really, really nice. But um, you guys have a vision for this network. Is um, Tell me, in hindsight, looking back five years, is it <laughs> what you thought it would be? Is it more than what you thought? It is greater than what I ever imagined, honestly. Um, networking mm-hmm. with some amazing, amazing individuals. Um, learning about new things, new businesses, new opportunities. Just forming connections and finally connecting the pieces to you hear about this over here, you hear about that, but now you have a face to be like, oh, yes, I know someone in this area. It means and it's great. It, it means everything. So we talked about amazing things that Black Long Island has done. Um, 2020 was a challenging year in the mm. country, and it was a challenging year in this area. Uh, and one of the things that I applauded you guys for, there was a, a a homeowner in Valley Stream that was going through a horrific time with her neighbors and Black Long Island did a wonderful thing to help her survive that situation. You called her name right away. Yeah. Listen, uh, there's a lot of things that I remember. There's a lot of things I don't remember. Um, you know, we had some naysayers. We had all types of things. Oh, Black Long Island didn't do this. Black. Well, guess what? Black. I'm, I, I'm the first to say... Had it not been for Black Long Island, you would have never known about her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then, you know, shout outs to Heather Palmore and her team for definitely, you know, the lawyers, you know, really stepping in. That's not my place. Right. I'm an information person. I will give out the information and that's let it, that's let it me. fall. Let it fall where it may. Absolutely. And let the proper authorities take care of everything. Absolutely. I thought you guys did. I thought you guys did an amazing job and showed support in a way that without it, Without the pictures, without the visual, without the sharing of social media, you wouldn't have known what was going on. Um, so that's one story. I couldn't uh, do this without thanking you for it. Thank Tell you. me one of your favorite stories. Now, it's hard to pick from. 300 posts a day for five. Tell me one of your favorite uh, stories that, that you posted and you guys shared. Oh, my gosh. Favorite story. Honestly, there's so many. I'm not even going to lie. Um <laughs> I think I share a lot of favorite stories, and um, I look at when I hear about people doing wonderful things in the community. You know, it may be just a mom's post, right? Um, as a re- like, I can say recently, Brandon Gilpin, okay, show Mr. Yes, Brando, yes, I Showtime. Saw that. I saw that. I Mr. saw Showtime. that from Amityville. Yes. And his mom. It's his mom who made a post. Yes, like look at my son. Look at my son. Yes, and here in my mind, I'm saying this is a black male. Mm-hmm. Who attends? I want to say he attends Morehouse. Okay. He's, I know he goes to school down in Georgia. If I'm wrong with the school, please forgive me. But he made a name for himself, and he started out. He was going to acting classes, mm-hmm. and you know he does 
He's on TikTok also. Okay. He does a lot of different things, but the fact that his mom made the post is what caught my attention because it's nothing about hearing the love, you know, that a parent has for their child, especially a black boy. Absolutely. And um, that, for me, I was like, that that warmed me up because I'm like, he is doing amazing things and everyone should know. And I tend to post, like, whenever I find things, I'm, I'm quick to share it. You know, the young man from Wine Dance who's riding horses, the equestrian. Yes. That's yes. dope. That's different. Now, everybody's not going to, everybody's not going to run about shoot basketball or play football. There's yeah. a million things you can do. Alicia, I'm going to dial back to your, your love of music. Um, <laughs> Long Island. Yes. And Wine Dance lost a pillar in our community. Alvin Yesterday. I didn't, we didn't talk about the sport. This is not prepped. Um, I feel like with everybody, you can play six degrees of separation Absolutely. with Alvin Tony, and I can't complete this podcast without talking about him. So tell me how you know Alvin and what he what he means to you. Well, what's interesting, I've me personally, I have never, ever, ever met Alvin directly. Okay. Which is interesting because I know a lot of his relatives. Big family. I, I, I went to school with Casey. I okay. went to school with Tracy. I went, so it's like okay, but he was around other people from Vanettes and things. But just knowing about him and the work that he has done in the entertainment industry, I don't have to know you to be like, oh my gosh, yeah. You know, um, I think the community as a whole lost someone who is a is a legacy. Uh, a legacy and a legend. Uh, Absolutely. A dear friend of mine, for anyone that loves hip-hop music, it was Alvin that introduced Eric B. and Rakim and gave, gave us some of the greatest music ever. Uh, he managed EPMD. Right. Um, he bought Craig Mack to Bad Boy Records, who was the first artist for Bad Boy before Biggie Smalls. And I can go on and on. Listen, I think, that's, I think that's major because those are classics. Mm -hmm. You know, people sample. Yes. You know, the classics. Yes. So, um... I think the community, he that's a hit because look how much he has done over the span of, and I don't mind saying, I'm 43. So he has been in the game mm -hmm. much longer mm -hmm. than I've been alive. And uh, my oldest son has a saying, we're not here for a long time, but just want to make an impact. And Alvin absolutely impacted absolutely. so many people by giving. And he was the person, you said you were behind the scenes, Alvin was behind the scenes. It wasn't him with a mic. It wasn't him DJing. It was him facilitating. And for young people out there listening, this, these things started at 17, 18 years old, and he led and he carried a team of people with him. So I just said that because I wanted to encourage somebody. Uh, my Absolutely. heart is extremely heavy. Um, it's less than 24 hours since it happened. So I can talk about a lot of, a lot of things and stay busy, but that's on my mind. So thank you for sharing uh, that impact and that you – Went to school with his family. Uh, thoughts and prayers with the Tony absolutely. family. Big, beautiful family. Pillars, absolute pillars in the wine dance uh, community. Absolutely, absolutely. Alicia, what did not, what, what's, uh, <laughs> so this is called Wine Down with Kev. I started this last year during the uh, pandemic because mm -hmm. I wanted to find a way to wind down because I'm used to being on the go 24-7. So I go into voluntary quarantine jail and I can't do much. <laughs> so I decided to do this. How do you wind down when you're not doing all the million things that you do? How do you wind down and relax from it all? You know what? This is going to be so sad. I literally whip out my phone and play games on my phone. That is horrible. I'm not, I'm not mad. That's, 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 that's your process. What game? But, what are you playing? Um, I do play. I do not play Candy Crush. Okay. So we're past that. Okay. But I will play Bingo or Bingo? Spades okay. or Solitaire. Everybody, I like to, you know. Everybody has to have their process. I had a serious words with friends addiction for a while. Oh, so did I. I got, uh, <laughs> I got away from that. I'm, I'm better now, and I can't go back. I used to love it. So whatever your process is, that's your process. That's how you wind down. Um, I think that's therapeutic for people, the different things that people do. I don't knock what anybody does. I'm still no. trying to find out what to do to relax for, uh, for myself. I mean, I always listen to music, though. So music has always been my therapy. Period. Like Who do you a, love? Who do you love? Oh, hands down, Patty is my friend. That's it? That's what? it? What? <laughs> Look here. I'm a Patty LaBelle fan to the ends of time. However, 
I do listen to everyone. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't knock anyone. Okay. Um, but you're young to have a love for Patty. Listen, that was the one of not the first, but I want to say the second concert I ever went to. Okay, I'm not mad and at you. She was always at Westbury Music Fair. I was gonna ask you so where. That's that was it. You know, I was like probably one of like the youngest people in the audience because you know back then. Okay. Parents didn't, you know, parents and grandparents didn't take their children to no concerts because that's an adult atmosphere. Of but I was an over the rainbow fan, and I don't have a problem <laughs> saying it. So you know, my grandmother was like, "Okay, you coming? Come on!" And she made an impression. And we on you. went, and it, that was like the most amazing experience of my life. Yeah, how she just belted it out. She had no cares in the yes. world, and she was just singing. So my neighbor, uh, you know, quick quick story. My neighbor, uh, Miss Montgomery, always says to me, "I remember when." And her remember wins are funny. Okay. My grandmother, I went to the Vinettes. I started with Vinettes at the age of three. Let's go. So my granddad had bought a big piece of plywood from Home Depot and put it out on the front yard because they was like, you keep scratching up the floors with the daggone tap shoes. <laughs> so you need to go on outside. So I was outside, had my tap shoes on. Doing your thing. But I also had the opportunity to sing. So I was always singing. Okay. Outside, so great, you know, Whitney Houston back then, everybody was singing "Greatest Love of All," and I just knew I was singing it right. Okay. So I was outside like, eh, <laughs> and just to sing it, and my neighbor was like, "Early in the morning, we will always hear you tap dancing and oh singing." Oh my god! And then they had the nerve to buy you a mic. Oh, <laughs> and, it, it got... and you know, so it's funny because like my na- like I love, so, so, I love them, and that's what they talk about. So I was going to ask you when you said you are my friend or Wendy. I was going to ask if you had a couple of bars that you wanted to bless us with, but it's nah, not. man. <laughs> Listen here, I'm baby sharked out. Okay, I am singing. I I sing. Okay, but I am behind the scenes singer. You're you're the best singer to the twins at home. They love Word. your voice. They love your voice. You're the best singer they ever seen. That's, That's all it. Yeah, I, I just I love music, so I'm just a music fan in general. I will hum a tune any day. When I get in the car, I'll probably start singing. There it is. You know, there I'm it like, is. Nah, it may not there, be that good. There, 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 there it is. There it is. <laughs> Felicia, what's next for you, and what's next for Black Long Island? What's next? Well. All right. September 25th. Okay. We're, you see, we're planning far out. Okay. Because we're not really sure about the pandemic, and we want to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure that we follow the CDC protocols. But our goal is to have another Ujama Fest. It's yes. not, you know, in the summer. I would have loved to do a Juneteenth event mm-hmm. because it falls on a Saturday and it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm still very cautious. I don't want to be the cause of an increase in numbers yes. over an event. Yes. So no. um, our goal is to have a Ujama Fest September 25th back at Wine Dance Plaza. Okay. Um, however, I am trying to work out a little something, something prior to, uh, hopefully in August, if I get a location, mm-hmm. um, for my motorcycle fans and my car people, I'm, I'm trying, I'm working on it. It's, I'm putting it out in the atmosphere. Okay. Which, what do you want to do? I want to do the bomb car show for Long Island. I want to do a car show. I want to do a bike show. Yes, I do. I'm saying it. So you you put it in the atmosphere. I'm putting it in the atmosphere. And you put it in front of a crazy person that believes in other people's dreams <laughs> and might be interested in helping you co-sponsor a car car Listen, show. I'm all for it. Let's work on it. Okay. Um, you know, I, I made a I made a phone call and we can definitely talk about it off the air. Um, and the prospects look great. It's it's a, the amount of people that would be responsive to that. The clubs that are out there that will come together for that, and it's something you could do outside and do it safely. Mm-hmm. But speaking of safely, uh, I want to congratulate you. You posted that you got your second shot. I did. I did, <laughs> y'all. Which one did you did you get? Okay, so I got Pfizer. Okay. And I was adamant. I was not going to get the vaccine, and I'm telling people this. I was not getting it. I went to the doctor. Uh, also on Black Long Island, Mr. Murphy okay. from Islip OBGYN. I'm hearing a lot about him. I love him. Honest, he is a dope dude. Okay. Mr. Clear, he plays the um, saxophone. Okay. Um, He was like, are you getting your vaccine? Nah. I'm going to wait for y'all to get y'all ticks first. Uh-huh. I want to see what's going to happen, who's going to fall down. He's like, nah, you really need to go get it. 
And I'm like, I'll wait till the report come out. Right. But my pulmonologist, I'm an asthmatic. Okay. And he was like, listen, Felicia, you really need to get this done. You're going to be okay. Okay. And you know what? He was like, go get that shot. Nice. And honestly, I had to just suck it up. Okay. Because I think about my children. I think about all of my children. I think about my granddaughter. Um, I want to be around. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they're saying, all right, Felicia, you take this shot and you'll be around. All right. You that, know was your, that was your decision factor. When did you have your second shot? I actually had my second shot oh, a week ago, week and a half ago. Any reaction? I was knocked out the, on Friday. Thursday took the shot. Friday I was asleep. But it's it's normal. That's a normal side effect. You know, It just kind of drains you a little bit. So I went to sleep. That was a good old sleep. Nice. So yeah, I'm always busy. I'm always running. That was a sleep I needed. So you so, got a deep sleep, no fever. No fever. No kicking, no screaming. You just was gone. You just I was just asleep. I was like, done. Okay. And it, But you want to know what? I'm glad I did it. Good. Excellent. So, you know, I definitely want to encourage people. You know, if you have the opportunity to get that vaccine, get the vaccine. You know, I see a lot of people getting that vaccine, but what I don't see is us beautiful people. Got it. So Black Long Island, from from the co-founder of Black Long Island, that's that's her message. I'll be honest with you. I am in my thought process right now. <laughs> I'm where you were a month ago. I'm getting ready to go to the doctor, get my physical, and make sure I'm good, and then I'll revisit the decision. But I applaud every decision that everybody is making. Absolutely. Do your research. I don't feel like I know more or know less than anybody else. I'm just watching. Um, I don't believe that is over. I'm waiting to go 30 days where no one in my family, no one in the community, no one in my work community, no one's impacted. Then I'll feel better. But until then, we have to be extremely cautious. We have to maintain Absolutely. these six feet. We came in with our mask. We're going to go out with our mask. And on on that note, you have been an amazing guest, lady and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Felicia Moss. Thank you for having phenomenal me. Phenomenal woman. Thank you for being Thank here. You.